M S W Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we're Frangela. You know what you need in your life? Hmm. The Final Word Podcast. Yes, you do. That's right. It is the final word on all things political and pop cultural. Where we make real news real funny. Where we inspire you so you can hashtag resist. Subscribe and get a new episode of The Final Word Podcast each week. It's the news we think you need to hear. That's right. We think you need to hear it. Okay. Yeah, it's what we say so. That's right. And because all we do is give, every Thursday you can listen to our hysterical podcast, Idiot of the Week. We round up the stupid because you know what? Somebody has to. Okay. All we do is give. think that I get fake nails because I like it for the look. I get them to prevent myself from scratching my head too much because otherwise I'll literally just sit there like this, which is what I've been doing lately. Doesn't it feel better to have nails to do it though? The reason it works is because it's plastic and chunky. So they're not sharp because I'll literally sit there and like make myself bleed. I think it's like the same as when people bite their nails. Mm, Understood. Like it's like mindless and I don't realize I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't bite my nails, but I do plenty of other weird shit. Oh my God, I just ripped my headphone out. Okay, hi. Welcome to podcast land. Welcome to podcast land. Welcome to teacher quit talk. I'm Frass. (laughs) I'm Mr. Dact. (laughs) The way you were just staring at your water and I'm literally scratching my head. I literally was like, do I take a drink of my high noon right now or do I wait or, oh, I have to talk. Someone (laughs) said something to me the other day. They basically asked if I had gotten sober because they hadn't seen me drinking on the podcast and on stream. Oh my god. They were like, oh, did you decide to stop drinking? Like something like they asked it in like a really nice, like proud of you type of way. And I was like, no, I actually decided (laughs) to stop drinking on the podcast and while I was streaming so that I could drink more because what kept happening. (laughs) Is that I would make my drink and then because I'm talking, I never finish it. So I was just wasting a lot of alcohol and not actually drinking. So I literally consciously was like, I'm only going to drink when I can drink. And now I... (laughs) So since I stopped drinking on here, my alcohol intake has actually increased... I don't want to say dramatically, but like if you were looking at a graph, it'd be noticeable. I went to Costco today and I got high noons and Simply Lemonade spiked. I want the Simply Spiked Lemonade so fucking bad. I have never been more angry at a company for putting like fucking artificial sweeteners in something in my life Uh because they don't put artificial sweeteners in their regular non-alcohol stuff. I know. Some of us want 60 grams of sugar in our cocktail, okay? And some of us don't (laughs) want to have a horrible migraine. It is so easy to spend $314 at Costco, by the way. Costco will sneak up on your ass. Like, I Costco, cannot believe it. You cannot relax in a Costco. You have to have your guard up. I'm flirting with the idea of getting a Costco membership. I don't know if I'm responsible enough for that. But if I do, I have to go in there with a calculator to be like tabulating as I'm shopping. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what I was thinking today. It was insane. I literally was like, I'm going to get some drinks. I just got like sparkling water and the high noons and the spiked lemonades and like you know what i'm hearing hints eighteen dollars eighteen dollars over and eighteen dollars over eighteen dollars uh-huh <laughs> and then i was like oh i need to get like 
toilet paper and paper towels. Oh, I need to get a chicken. Oh, I need to get a salad. And then it just really spiraled out of control. And Jay was like loving her life. She was smiling at everybody, making a hundred friends. So I'm distracted. I'm just proud as can be. I'm like, thanks. I know she's so cute, huh? Thank you. You're like, I do have the best baby in any Costco in California. Everyone's right. Meanwhile, I'm just loading shit into my cart, not even paying attention. It's horrible. But I am very stocked on well, drinks. on that note, um, we have a Patreon if you would like to support mm-hmm. us wasting money at Costco. Well, you currently, me aspirationally. We have to do another Patreon submissions episode this month. Oh, we do. I feel free to leave this in. I feel like my final barrier at work is recording the podcast at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I make TikTok. <laughs> Like, I make TikToks at work. I prep the stream slides. Like, today, oh, my God, I've never been more embarrassed in my fucking life. My sales manager was like, oh, I feel so bad. I've left you alone all day. And so she comes and sits next to me. And on three monitors, it was like a beautiful mind style, like a in the FBI, like all the papers of me trying to piece together Kris Jenner's love life and definitively figure out when she moved in with her first fiance. Was she 16 or 17? Because that's a really big fucking difference. And so I have like all these pictures of Chris Jenner up and then like I have a podcast about her at the same time as like the ebook version of her memoir and I'm like comparing them <laughs> and she was like she didn't even say anything she just stared at it and then I just pulled up my work email and started opening random old emails and she was just <laughs> She was just looking at me. <laughs> Thank you. That's hilarious. Oh my god, you're just passionate. I think I would rather I would rather get caught watching porn at work than being like <laughs> like analyzing Chris Jenner, eighty tabs, three windows, a podcast. Like, and for her to not address it, like, that's always the weirdest thing for me. I would rather somebody look me in the eye and be like, why are you such a fucking weirdo than not say anything at all? Like, make fun of me, anything. It's, she's, like, so overwhelmed at all times, not because of her, but because she does the work of, like, ten people. So she, when she was looking at me and that was happening, she simultaneously, like, her phone was ringing, she had 300 emails she had to reply to, and she kept getting getting these little notification pings of her child requesting more screen time like for her her approval so i think she looked at me and was like i no like no (laughs) i can't handle that right now and she just she i looking at her face i know what she was thinking she was like i'm sure there's no way that's happening i'm hallucinating i'm gonna ignore it Yeah, just record the podcast at that point. They'll let you. So today on Teacher Quit Talk. We have very exciting news for you all. We have all your emails. <laughs> we have some submissions. I I left it pretty open. I was like, emails, screenshots, whatever, because I know sometimes bullshit can come through many different avenues in many different formats. Like I have text messages, emails, random printouts of the lyrics to How to Save a Life. There's lots of things that I have that should never have happened. So I was like, I'd love to hear some things from you all. That's should have never happened. Yes. And the one we're doing first is just the fucking model for how to do this. They uploaded it to the Google Drive. They redacted out any like relevant information, but left the titles and just left out the names. Love this. Also, it starts with blank level up, which I'm assuming it's like the name of the school or something level up to administrators everywhere. Not everything has to have a kitschy name. Free yourself. If you want to do something, you don't have to name it. You can just be like, hey, moving forward, this is the new plan for taking attention 
independence. You don't have to be like, this is plan level up 300. Like hashtag level up. Oh, the amount of principals putting hashtags and emails. It's an epidemic. It's the equivalent of posting a QR code on Instagram. Really? One of the people at work did that and I told them I was going to report them to HR. Good. So anyway, this is from January 24th, 2022, just to set the climate. This is a letter from the principal. The header, it says blank level up. It says, dear blank families. So I'm assuming it's the name of the school families. This letter is to inform you about an updated protocol to ensure safety. No student will be allowed to travel in the hallways with a bag. This excludes class to class transitions. It's imperative that we prevent students from traveling in the hallways with bags. There have been serious incidents where contraband has been confiscated from students. Oh my god, how does it get worse? We are aware that female students may need to carry small bags to the bathroom monthly. We ask that you... Notify the counselor and or the homeroom teacher directly to inform the middle school team of the need for your daughter to carry a feminine hygiene bag for a few days monthly. Is the principal going to be like, Susie, you had your fucking period bag two weeks ago. It's not a month yet. So turn the fuck around. Do you have your vape in there? Can you if somebody was like, can you tell me when Jay's menstruating, please? No. I don't think I will. <laughs> oh, okay. This may seem tedious and impractical, but it is for the safety of all students. If you have any questions or concerns, I, I have many, please feel free to reach out to any member of the administrative team. Thank you for your consideration and cooperation. This is already fucked up with the no bags. I get it's hard to keep kids from vaping. I get it's hard to keep kids safe. I get there's no easy answers to these things. I feel like it would have been so much easier to just be like, small bags will be permitted to take in. Or like, the school will provide all materials if you have something specific you want like the fact that they're asking you to reach out and inform them if your child is menstruating and then what send them a fucking google calendar invite right you tell me when you're menstruating (laughs) i'm sickened that had to be a man doing that right like a woman wouldn't ask people to be like I mean, maybe. I don't know. I can't decide. I'm also wondering what the plan is here because schools are not really known for their reputation of impeccable tracking and data keeping and form keeping and all of those things. So what is this individual principal's plan for tracking the menstrual cycle of an entire middle school? Like, are you going to have a spreadsheet where it notifies you, like where the teachers can pull up? I just don't see how this is even going to be functional. I, uh, a lot of things, like, I, I can't. The education system just almost never surprises me, but I am borderline speechless. Holy hell. This one just says, so y'all are at it again, being false witnesses against someone. The thing that made me laugh about this is that they're like upset about something and then in a different font, clearly copy and pasted from the Bible app, there's an entire like like verse from the Bible. Oh, it's King Stop. James version too. And there's parts bolded. Oh my God. Please do not try to get my grandchildren involved in any more of your wicked deeds. We are trying to go to heaven around here. Thank you. The blood of Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. I don't know who did what. I don't know anything about anything, but that is quite the way to approach someone via email. That's, that's a lot. 
Oh, this is really short, but I feel like pretty telling about a district. I'm ready. This is like a phone notification that someone screenshotted. So I don't know like what application this is that does this, but it says faculty only just received pics from superintendent about staff parking on grass. No longer allowed. All staff members must park in parking lot. I feel like your superintendent going around snapping pics of things that they don't like is a little bit of a red flag. I don't like that, but that doesn't surprise me at all. I feel like I've had a lot of jobs where people will take pictures of things and send them. I think it's very shady. I had this one boss one time. It was when I was working at a hotel and he was like, I don't remember what his title was, like director of food and beverage or something like that. If your uniform was fucked up or if you were out of uniform or like one time it happened to me because I had hoop earrings on, like if you just like weren't up to brand standards, he would like take sneaky pics of you and send it to your manager. And then one time I gaslit my manager because so I saw the guy see my hoop earrings. So I took him out after he walked away because he was like, hi. And I saw him staring at them. So I took him out and then my manager ran out and was like someone here has big hoop earrings <laughs> he was like mr so-and-so just came down here and came in my office and screamed at me because someone on my staff has hoop earrings on and he was like did you see who it was and i was like nah that's crazy i don't know <laughs> why, wait, why like what was the issue with hoop earrings so we just it was a luxury hotel and they had really strict uniform requirements for like hair nails men's facial hair like nail color like everything was very strict so earrings, you could have one earring in each ear that was smaller than a certain size, like studs. I just think that's so silly. Looking back, it's really weird. We had like a whole wall that was like explaining it. I had a uniform, so it wasn't that hard for me. But for like people that didn't have a uniform, peace be with you. And also with you. Oh my God. I could. I don't think I could work at a private school. This is an email from a private school. It's just a lot of Christianese for me. Dear Blank, Blank and I appreciate your ministry at Blank and your willingness to invest the added time and energy to oversee the homecoming for exclamation points we granted permission for blank and blank to attend the event based on our understanding that a clearly stated dress code was in place and that there is a determination to enforce in quotes that dress code a key part of the code that we understood was that dresses were to reach within two inches of the knee based on the pictures of dresses that have been circulating among students it seems likely that this definition will be challenged. So they're like trolling social media to see people's dresses. That's normal. Anyways, if our understanding is incorrect, please let us know how the statement stating two inches above the back of the knee is intended to be interpreted. Oh, the back of the knee. So if your booty's popping, it counts against you. It's discrimination against big booty girls. If our understanding is correct, please know that we will be praying for you as the one who will be tasked with the challenging responsibility of asking students to leave and find a appropriate attire. The follow through on the dress code for this event will be key in reinforcing or undermining parental trust of faculty as we partner together to train and disciple our teens to be Christ followers. Anytime stated rules or standards are not enforced, it causes parents to wonder what other standards are not being followed. Looking forward to hearing from you. He really said, hey bitch, watch your fucking back because I got my eye on you. Literally. (gasps) I just hate dress codes because like, why are we in a position where we're measuring children? children's bodies now and just what you said about like the back of the knee so if you got a fat ass it's gonna be like a rougher situation for you I've always had big boobs and I would always get dress coded for it and I would literally be like you are dress coding me because of my boobs right now and I used to always give my friends my clothes and be like look she's wearing it yeah I wore that last week you dress coded me I mean now even in my conservative rural hometown they don't have a dress code like I just saw they can wear crop tops now and like spaghetti straps my cousin is the same way she doesn't go to the school that I went to but it's like 
like not that far away. So I'm imagining it's not gonna be like different planets, but she was posting all over her Instagram, literally wearing like booty shorts and crop tops at school. And so I messaged her and I was like, hey, like you look major slay. And I'm also wondering like, are you in detention every day and how that's going? And she was like, oh, we don't have a dress code anymore. And I was like, girl, what? Like, what do you mean you don't have a dress code? And she goes, I don't know. We all just kind of stopped doing it after COVID and then they gave up. Well, there you go. I mean, they can't give all of you in school suspension. I told you about that time that when I was in high school, we tried to have a revolt and all wear running shorts because we thought they can't can't give us all in school suspension. And then they lined us up and gave all of us in school suspension. You know, I take back what I just said because I did know that story about you. I think I found another one. So leadership will be conducting daily walkthroughs through the month of January. If you have a debrief stemming from a walkthrough, you will be sent a calendar invite and the expectation is that all are available through 4.30 for any invites sent your way. As always, if you need to leave before that any given day, reach out to your DM ahead of time, not upon receiving debrief invites. Okay, relax. If you do not have a debrief from the leadership walkthrough or any meetings with your GTL or AP, then the expectation is that you are to use the time to prep, plan, this is in bold, including reviewing scholar work against our effort, expectations, planning, in all caps, purposeful is in all caps, lessons with clear takeaways and meeting with your content and co-advisory teacher, in parentheses, major key. Review our January goals and deliverables to make sure you have a solid plan to meet our goals. Be on the lookout for a follow-up or email or one-one from your DM before the end of the week so you can understand your progress. The way that this was like eight paragraphs. Oh, wait, there's a part two. Oh, <gasps> with that, I want to share a few shout outs from Blank in my walkthrough today. We got into many rooms, but not all. 5A and B, the way this literally sounds like Abby Lee Miller critiquing the dancers. Uh-huh. 5A and B, tight AM transitions in both rooms it was clear that people had talked through adult roles because as soon as transition started, they were literally all rushing to their assigned spots to supervise the transition. That's what it looks like to move in tandem and have a solid plan with your co-teacher. Both slash all of you are crystal clear on who is owning what, and it is abundantly clear that all adults have meaningful roles and know them. Okay, Geppetto Puppet Master. If that was not you today, you were inadequately planned and need to fix it. Oh my God. It just reminds me so much of one of my schools that I was at. It's a lot. We literally were walked through all the time. Did I tell you about the school that I did student teaching at where there was a one-way mirror? What? Mm. Okay. Like when the police like interrogate someone? Yeah. So when I was at my first school student teaching, it was like my dream school. I loved it. It was like an inclusive school. I was really excited to be there because it was a model school for all the other inclusive schools in the area. So that means that like people come walking through it all the time to be like, okay, how do we implement this in our school? It's like the original Starbucks where you can like go on a tour. Yes, right. I remember uh, Betsy DeVos wanted to come to the school because she thought like people who don't live in Southern California or in LA, they hear charter school and they don't realize that even LAUSD has schools that are called charter school. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's like a, a charter the way that Betsy DeVos thought it was a charter. So Betsy DeVos wanted to come to the school and everyone was like, is she on drugs? Like absolutely not. You cannot come here. Um, So they told her no. Anyways, there were always people and it was a school where teachers did not get paid as much as other teachers. It was like an unaffiliated charter, so it didn't have to adhere to LAUSD's salary schedule. So oh. you get like 45 grand instead of 55 grand a year, for example, like starting salary. Wait, like all the teachers at that school were making different amounts from each other or were all of them getting the 
paid the same amount that was lower than regular. They were getting paid the same. Like, they had a salary schedule that was different than LAUSDs. Got it. I thought you meant it was just, like, a free-for-all, and they were like, Craig, $37 an hour. (laughs) John, $12 an hour. But they had (laughs) teachers. So you had, in one given classroom, you would have, like, eight adults sometimes, and it, it made the inclusive model work so, so well because you have so many adults. So you'd have multiple paras, you'd have one-on-ones, you had what they called batters, you had the specialists, student teachers and the classroom teachers so you always had people right so when I was student teaching there I felt like I was always on some type of stage I imagine this is how people feel at the Ron Clark Academy to some extent because people were always there I mean you would be teaching and like 20 people would come through the door and stand in a U around the classroom and then some tours people would come in and go up to the kids and that was actually my least favorite thing because it was almost always during like math or something it's giving zoom it's giving zoo very much (laughs) i would be teaching and the kids would be doing something and then the adults would come in and 20 25 of them would start milling around the classroom and talking to the kids while you're doing independent work with them and then they would start oftentimes trying to help the kids and be like this is how you solve this problem or oh can i help you with that and it's like they have no idea what you just taught or they're doing like standard algorithm shit and you're like i'm trying to teach them area model or whatever you know i had the opposite kind of observers i would usually not get 20 mine would be like four five six adults from the district that's normal and they would always say like ignore us pretend we're not here yeah and my students god high schoolers thought it was so funny they were like oh so this is like a mime and they would like want to do something to like make them like break i was telling them like i was like these people are gonna come you don't have to talk to them they might talk to you but they probably won't because they would literally just stand in the back like mimes and so one time one of my kids because one time they were there for like 45 minutes just got in front of them and started like doing little like movements and would be like woo, and like was trying to get them like the guys in like england like with the big hats and the red outfits yes so like maybe as a observers we can just find a happy medium where we just come in and we're like hey i'm here to observe i'll be in the back any questions for me no i feel like they just are hell-bent on making it as weird of a human interaction as possible yeah so between that school and the school where i got observed every single fucking day i don't care about observations i'm totally immune i'm like come on in my first school i had parents who wanted to sit in the classroom every day i was like welcome you're gonna see some shit or you're not i don't know So at that school with all the observations of the model school for inclusion, yada, yada, the old classrooms, you'd have people come in and stand in a U in your classroom and watch you teach or watch the kids. The new classrooms on campus were built with little tiny like corridors and on either side there's a one-way mirror and they would go between two classrooms and watch through the windows and you would never know they were there. This is why I could never have one of those jobs because I would start banging on the glass to like traumatize the kids and be like "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) isn't that crazy? There's just so many stages that come before that building being completed and people being in that room that I'm shocked no one was like, this is a little fucking weird. Oh, we all said it was fucking weird. No, but I mean like the contractor that received the blueprints, the architect that drew up the blueprints, the district that approved the budget when they saw it, like all of those stages was no one like, you guys, this is really fucking weird. And like if I was an observer and then they put me in that little room, I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing at this school? We almost had a guess who was a para who worked his 
his way up to like a batter. And what's a, a batter? I never really knew. A batter was like above a para. They were a floater, and the idea was like they were like the assistant basically, but they would be between two classes or three classes, so they could like help out. Cool. And the sped professional would be like between the whole grade level. Got it. So they have like a, a tiered system, like Lularoe. Yeah, and at the end of the day, every single day there was a meeting all in one room, and you debrief about the day, and that was like the whole grade level team that would do that every single day. Wow. It's so interesting to hear about schools that are more like collaborative in their like scheduling and stuff because literally like just hearing you say they would all debrief at the end of the day like the only thing that happened at the end of the day at the school that I taught at is the principal would come on the PA and be like just a reminder for teachers you do have to stay the entire day even if it is (laughs) even if it is your planning period do not leave and they'd be like I'm watching you in the parking lot so I can't imagine ending in a way where it's like let's talk about how we can do better tomorrow I loved that school the biggest issue for me was the pay but these days I would do it for lesser pay granted (laughs) I did get rejected from that school because you want to know about the interview process they had a panel where you literally sat in front of the room of other educators and professionals with your name tag and answer questions that they asked you like you were with a bunch of other interviewees and then I got a second interview where you're doing a demo lesson and what they did was they just dropped you in a classroom and they gave you no support so as I was just mentioning that school had up to eight people in a class so you're collaborating with all these other teachers but for your demo lesson they don't talk to the kids they didn't do a damn thing it is fucking pandemonium in there you don't have any classroom management you don't know their ieps you don't have their snapchat you don't have their 504 you are just blind it's worse than being a sub i had the entire second grade team along the wall and they talked the whole time and then they got up and left and came in and like just came back and left the kids at that school are pretty used to people coming in and out of the classroom like even the kindergartners don't blink but their teachers are talking the principal like didn't even watch i was like this fuck this it was very very weird but that is weird no school is like that school um let me read you a little ditty so this is from Susie, who was on our podcast oh actually i was watching a tiktok of hers today no kidding she loved this student but the mom was a terror Susie was saying this student was in class it says hey all for Susie deans the english teachers improper grammar ironic the level of improper grammar in just that sentence alone blank was in class would you like to ping her phone to a cell tower since i have confirmation from blank that she will be graduating and passing the final has no bearing on it. She will take the final. Everything that I have ever brought to attention turns back around. Even the crap it was a bad family decision fault she was homeschooled ninth grade. No, it was a bad S- what? I cannot decipher this person's email, which is very interesting. Yeah, this, is, this doesn't seem like a great candidate for providing homeschool. <laughs> or grammar advice to Susie. If it was my oldest daughter, I would say correct. Blank is a rule follower. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you fucking read her like that? Like, we we're not even talking about that kid. Nobody even brought that up. <laughs> her moral compass far exceeds mine. I call blank every day at lunch, which she absolutely hates and has sit alone since day one. Why would she go through that torture to eat her packed lunch and then skip 
fifth period, her last period. And yes, she is at lunch. I hear background. Or do you want to dispute that? Blank has learned from a young age to just zone out when she's being taught over her abilities or the teacher does not have the ability to teach. She was there. Please note, Blank is an adult also. So don't give me the adult to adult garbage. What? In Susie Dean's wisdom, did not write in the email what time she will be taking the final on May 12th. My assumption is fifth period. Please verify. All capital letters. I am not too impressed with Dean as a teacher and will leave it at that. Hope she does not make tenure. All caps again. At this point, I don't care and just get her out of that place is the family goal. Her high school career sucked with like 10 exclamation points. I hope to consider this my last battle with blank school system. I have only been doing this for 16 years to get blank graduated. Parentheses. She went to Head Start. Parentheses again. A girl that has no cognitive abilities and has the learning skills of a third to fourth grade due to being born drug addicted, trying to just pass high school. Double close parentheses. We are bringing up so much unnecessary information about people. Like the way the only question she's had this entire email is what time the final is. She could have just said that. Why would you bring that up in this email? Dude, I don't know. That's fucked up. It says, so maybe there could be a new woke for disabilities instead of pigment color 10 exclamation points again i told my boss today i so want to retire my blank mascot uniform standing at the gate for blank regards blank that's a lot and this is the email that she responded to just said miss blank Please be aware that both Miss Dean and Blank are both confirming that Blank was not with Blank during her fifth period class this semester. This is a lot. I feel like this, I wanted to have like a, like a trust circle with this family. I feel so bad for that I want to check on this kid. If you're listening to this, you can come to my house like literally whenever. Oh my God, that's so sad. I have one. It's short, but it's rough. Okay. So okay. this is an email. The subject line says message on school safety and security. I feel like that's something that is important to all teachers and heavy for all teachers and parents, like something that's very anxiety-filled. So I think as a principal, when you're sending these messages about logistics information in regards to safety, I think you need to be very careful around your verbiage. I think that is just a best practice. They said, no greater challenge exists today than creating safe schools or restoring schools to tranquil and safe places of a learning following a disaster. Even as this is our last day of school and we look forward to summer programs, remember what you do now to prepare for an emergency just may save your life or others around you. Take a few minutes to prepare and plan. Safety and security is only as effective as its weakest link. Be vigilant. Make sure you aren't the weakest link. What the fuck? Right? Because there's not even any logistical information being included. Like, you just sent that to be fucking weird and scare people. This debatably feels like a threat. No, that's what I was just thinking. Doesn't that sound real? Like, if I got that email... I'd lock the door. Literally. Like, that's not normal. I've never heard anything like that. Don't be the weakest link. Like, that makes it... That makes me think you're gonna, like, do a fake attack on the school to test us. Like, the way that they phrased it is how I feel about Alice training, which I know that Alice training is like yada yada it's the best thing like i get it i I don't know who's alice you didn't have alice training oh boy so i had to watch some videos and stuff like that but i don't think it was alice herself alice is an acronym i mean yeah what is it what is it though like what's the training it's an active (laughs) shooting response 
alert, lock down, inform, counter, and evacuate. And like the counter part is throwing shit or attacking the shooter. Well, ours was a little bit different. We had a training and it was like videos and it went through all of that, but it wasn't an acronym because it was saying like there were two strategies. One was counter and one was hide. And it was giving you like examples Mm. of when to do each. So we didn't get an acronym. Also, our videos were filmed in like a office space and in like a retail warehouse, like Home Depot type of place is what the videos were in. And I was like, did you guys just like buy these from some random company? Like this is not even, it had nothing to do with a school at all. (laughs) So weird. This is, this is like when the principal tries to be like a cool principal, not like a regular principal, a cool principal. Hey, awesome team, three exclamation marks. I just wanted to say, I hope you can join us tomorrow evening for a few drinks, some pizza and snacks. And if it's nice, dot, dot, dot. A dip in the pool and maybe the hot tub smiley face. I would go. I would too. I would love that. I would eat this. I feel really bad for her. I would make us like matching little cups. Like I'd do like the custom order solo cups with our faces on it. It says, please bring suit and towel if you want to swim or hot tub. Hopefully we don't get rain, but Gary has the pool heater on for you all. So please, let's swim. Fuck yeah, Gary. Gary. Everyone needs a Gary in their life. I know Gary be throwing it down on the fucking grill. Gary probably gets home at the exact same time every day. If you want to throw a lawn chair in your car, that would be maybe good. Looks like we have quite a few people coming. We could use a few extra chairs. No worries if you don't have them or don't remember to grab. We have a bunch too we will have wine beer most slash many kinds of liquor (laughs) i will have most liquor most liquor on earth will be in my backyard (laughs) on saturday (laughs) and a bunch of mixes if you have something unique that you'd like let me know or feel free to bring smiley face we're just excited to hang out for a little bit in person with all of you awesome people have a great night hope to see you tomorrow i am sobbing how much i love this person like this is so nice when Ashley, we who we had on here, told me that she used to take her parents for karaoke and drinks, I was like, that is A, the most Ashley thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> B, like, so cute. And I could totally see her being that principal who's like, come on over, you guys. It's going to be so fun. Oh Gary God. has the pool heater. The pool I love that we're all on a first name basis with Gary. Like, I love that this entire email distro, there's no parentheses, my landlord, no parentheses, my husband, like no No. parentheses, my weird neighbor who does stuff in exchange for whatever. Like, they all knew who Gary was. I love her. I hope you fucking went. I hope you were respectful as shit. And I hope it didn't rain. (laughs) Well, that story was super weird. Join us again in a second after this ad. Toodaloo. Woo. When I was little, I don't know how old I was, I think I was like four, my grandma's sister was in town and I didn't know that, I guess. Um, And she was like standing at the sink and I didn't really know her at all. And I ran up to her because I thought she was my grandma and I like grabbed her legs like from behind and hugged her and then it turned around and it wasn't my grandma and I started screaming and crying and then literally would not talk to that woman for like six months. Absolutely. I fully understand that. (laughs) My parents were like, you can talk to her. Everybody makes mistakes. She's not mad at you. Like that's your family. And I was like, no, I don't need to have a relationship with her. And honestly, we still don't talk. 
I 100% have stuff like that in my family, too. My biological dad had a girlfriend. He always had a girlfriend, but he had some random girlfriend over. And he was making eggs. And I was like, did you know that that's where baby chickens come from? They come from eggs? And this girl looked at me and goes, please never, ever say anything like that again. That's disgusting. Why would you say that to me? And I went into the closet under the stairs and hid and talked to the vacuum cleaner who I named Fella and I talked to Fella for like hours and I wouldn't come out (laughs) no what (laughs) is it Fella's name (laughs) like Fella like a like oh that Fella over there like is that and my my first pet's name was Kevin the fish. I was really good at naming. My them. first pet was a fish also. <laughs> I was four and my sister was nine and somehow she obtained a fish for me for Christmas without my parents knowing. I don't know how that happened. So like, I woke up on Christmas and she was like, it's a fish for you. And my parents Aww. were like, what the fuck? I'm going to take care of a fish. <laughs> and they were like, what do you want to name him? And I named him Herman and he lived for <laughs> He lived for five years. And I asked my parents if they were switching him out to protect my feelings. And as an adult, they said no. Kevin lived for 12 years. We named them good, sturdy names. Names. Herman. And that is why they lived so long. My next fish that I got after Herman died was named Fire because it was like a red fish. And he died after like four months. See, it's a fucking cutesy name. Give me a Herman. Give me a Gary. Exactly. <laughs> Fella the vacuum cleaner was my favorite friend as a traumatized child. I love that. I'm wondering what kind of vacuum was it? Was it like a hand one or like a push one? No. Like a big. It was like a navy or a black color. Big. And I like, I at one point was like married to Fella. Yeah. And I pretended that we got a divorce, obviously, because as a child of divorce, that's what we do. All my memories from that time in my life are very interesting. I feel like you are the same way as me. Where, like, when I would be playing, like, house with my friends or, like, playing dolls with my friends, like, we had, like, a fucking Real Housewives-ass storyline. Like, it would be, like, divorces, like, drama, like, fighting over children. Like, where were we Mm -hmm. getting that kind of material? Our parents. When I figured out what childbirth was, that was my next fascination. Oh, absolutely. I had a daycare director yell at me because I was like, your cervix is dilated. And she was like, we're done. We're done. What do you, I would just leave. If a child said that to me, I'd be like, no, we're good, I think. I wasn't wrong. That's what I mean. Because, like, when a child says something that's, like, profane, you can be like, stop. But you can't yell at a kid for using accurate medical terminology. You at five knew more about childbirth than most men do at 40. I ask Jay all the time. I'm like, do you remember being born? She obviously doesn't answer me. I feel like if they could answer at that age, they would. I know. I think they would. I feel like we went through all of the good ones. If you liked this episode send us your email things. There's a Google Drive link on my link tree and we'll put it in the episode description. We'll just leave that guy there. Thank you for listening to another Teacher Quit Talk. <laughs> glad glad to hear that everyone's still not doing great in the education system. Quick pulse check, everyone's still bad. Great. No one is well. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have fun at work or don't have fun. And if you get an email that you're like, what the fuck is that? Take a screenshot of it, cross out everybody's name and send it to us. Woo! Bye. 
just as a disclaimer, because I am someone who is actively teaching, everything on this podcast is my personal opinion and does not reflect my district, my state, my employer, my students, or my admin. Everything on this podcast was recorded on personal time, on personal equipment, and is a completely separate endeavor from my school district. Yeah, leave her alone. (laughs) 